the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 358 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life and all that good stuff as we head into December with the Christmas Russian stuff about to happen. <laughs> How prepared yeah. are you? Uh, as prepared as I always am. I do Excellent. Nothing. That is the best. I don't buy it at present. I know. I know. Uh, but that is the best answer you could have given for that. Uh, <laughs> I, on the other hand, am not organized at all. Oh, I do have lists and stuff. I just haven't got stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what's no, happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Okay, go. I have entered the metaverse. You're in the metaverse, are you? I have entered the metaverse. It is, it is a trip, bro. It is a trip. Um, mm. So, so as you know, I got an Oculus um, Quest Two on. When do I pick that up? Monday, Monday after work. Yeah. Um, and I am looking to see how I can help uh, prepare people for presentations within that. Having said that, I've played a lot of games in the last two days. <laughs> Three days. Excellent. It's been. Excellent. Have you um, lost track? Have you lost track of time? Well, um, yeah, a little bit. Um, not not too much. I, I I haven't been as as into it. Like I haven't um, spent all my time in in it as as you might su- suspect. I might. Yeah. I haven't quite oh. been that bad, but I have done you know a couple of hours every day, um, and. And when I say a couple of hours, I'm probably more than that because I've, I've watched a movie which was two hours long. I watched, um, I yes. watched a Netflix Did, movie or whatever in there. Yes, I, I was going to say you must have logged in on that on Netflix yeah. because Netflix gives me the warning, and it just goes unidentified device is logged in. Okay, can't yeah. even identify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's that yeah. like? Uh, it was it was good. It was really good. Um, I wanted to see if it would change, uh, be bad for your eyes. It's not, although the last couple of days have been really humid here, and oh, shooting yeah. with that thing on mm. doesn't help your vision. <laughs> you no. know, what it, you get condensation on the lens because it. You, oh right, yeah, true. I yeah, wouldn't have thought so, of that. Actually. Um, which is okay because I put the um, air conditioning on in here, and we're all right. But um, yeah, that, that's sort of the only thing with that. But. I tell you what, I went into a game called uh, Echo VR, okay. and it's um, it's it's a contact sport game um, where you're. Um, of course, it is. I could get that all from that name. Yeah, where you're floating in um, zero g. You have hand boosters. You have a major major booster, and you can push off items in the arena. Okay, the arena is quite long with all these things in between in the way, like blocks and bits and pieces. Mm. And there's five aside teams, although I think you can play with three to seven aside, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You have teams and you're floating around and there's like a Frisbee disc thing. All right. And you're um, throw the Frisbee, you can pass, you can That's pretty cool. people in the head to stun yeah. them and then you can grab things off them. Uh, if somebody tries to punch you, you can block by putting your hands up and uh, by your face, pressing the triggers, um, and yeah. So I and, and it's you know totally open world. What, what, what do you call it? Like anybody's in there. Yeah, um, yeah like free play. Going to lobby, world. and all these people are chatting to each other, and all chatting yeah. to each other. Um, they're all about fifteen. Of course they are, and they so- fly, fly through the space, 
as if they lived there their entire lives. And they're all on Oculus, eh? And I'm just, yeah, all on Oculus, and I'm just face planting against everything there. I'm in. I, I get launched into the, the the arena. By the time I've oriented orientated myself, got myself off from being stuck on a wall, go, and you back out, and you get ready to get shot back in the game. Ah, oh, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's it's fascinating because you know these guys are just. They, they live and breathe it. It's, it's freaking impressive. So I need to get right on top of this now. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, you mean, but from a presentation point of view? or oh, uh, From everything. You know, you have to get used to it. So today, Carl and I jumped into a workroom. It was, oh, yeah. it was pretty freaky, actually. So it's like an office. Yeah. And I sat at my computer desk and I set my desk in the virtual space so it knows my desk. It yeah. hand tracks so it can see my hands. There's a whiteboard. So we're in a desk and reconfigure the room in different ways, but we're, we're at a desk. I can pop over to the whiteboard and start drawing things on the whiteboard or, yeah. can, or we can share a screen onto it. And in front of me, I can see my actual screen, my actual yeah, yeah. PC, and I can work on it. That's awesome. That sounds while, really cool. While I'm, while I'm talking to him. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's really Really, really impressive. And there's spatial sound. So if I move around, if I spin around in my chair where he is and where I am, I can hear through the different ears and all the rest of it. This ah. is without earphones on. Yeah. It's I, I don't think you I don't think you need to be in the real world anymore. Just uh jack into this thing and uh I know it's actually really um What's the surprising what idea. what do you guys think is the biggest hurdle though? So is it just purely like a just money like a company goes hey look we know you're working from home remotely but here, here's an oculus like or is it is it hard to set up or i don't know i'm just wondering from your oh, okay. average so person point of view the battery's not going to last long like, oh so you got to keep oh yeah obviously how long how long does the battery last on one of those do you reckon i'm guessing about an hour and a half to two hours Oh yeah, no, nah, that's not so good. You, you want you, couldn't you want like the whole four. day there, but if you had meetings, if you're working from home on your computer and you go, I've got a couple of meetings. Doing those meetings virtually feels better than a Zoom meeting. Yeah, I bet. It does feel like you're you're there. Carl's got a really good avatar. It looks like Carl. Um, oh, that's good. Mine mine looks nothing like me because I'm shit at creating avatars, and I really should get somebody else to create my avatar for me. That's but a good idea. Anyway, um, I'm a can, guy can with you plug an orange cap and a yellow moustache? So, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Can you plug it in while you're wearing it? Could you have it charging, like powering? I think you could, but it's quite difficult. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah I mean, so it's a C, uh, a C plug, USB yeah. C plug, or whatever it is, and you certainly couldn't plug in the one they give you because it's like that long. It's like oh three, yeah, cool. centimeters long, but uh, you could get one, but it just would make it quite difficult. They probably do it like that so people don't like strangle themselves. Yeah, yeah, true. Which is probably a uh, something that's already happened somewhere in uh, I'm going to say America. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, that's um, that's my metaverse story. I guess it's uh, it is very interesting. It is the way things will be going, and it's impressive what you can do now, and it'll be even more impressive what will come in the next year. I excellent, it's absolutely time to get into that. So yeah, so that's pretty cool for me. Uh, I think I got PTSD this week. Uh, I listened to the Guy and Harley podcast uh, episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got they, updates uh, from from Sam while he's listening to the podcast. And when you go, how are you getting updates from Sam while he's listening to a podcast? It makes more sense. If you know the podcast is, how long was it? Uh, it went for nine and a half hours, and for nine hours they were arguing. <laughs> There's a couple of things to draw from that. They're filmmakers. They're best friends since they were 16. They've worked on a lot of projects. I I don't know. Like It was the same argument over and over again, pretty much. And I don't know if they realized how long they were going for until they got to like maybe eight hours in. It was because they started recording at 5 p.m. And they wrapped it up about two or three in the morning. Uh, uh, do you know if they were together or were they? Yep, like, they were. No, no. They were sitting next to each other and most of the time facing the camera and weren't really looking at each other that much while oh, they right, were screaming right, right. because they, they were um, live streaming it. So a couple of things. They've done a podcast since, and they seem to be okay. And their latest podcast was completely normal. And they've worked on a few things that came out of that talk. And it sounds like there was more talking after the fact. And Harley left a comment saying there was some more stuff that he didn't bring up in the podcast that he could have, but he didn't. So I don't know what that was. I'm wondering, A, I don't think we've ever had an argument on a podcast fully. I think we've barely even had an argument. I think I've pissed you off a few times, but I normally end up yelling in an encouraging way because whatever you're doing sounds completely dumb and stupid to me. <laughs> as opposed as a you know what I mean, as opposed to an yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know how long I would last in an argument where I, I'd just get up and walk away. Yeah, I, I don't argue. I don't generally argue. I mean But I'd just be like, right, this is over. See ya. <laughs> like Yeah. Anyway, it was a bit it was just mind blowing. Uh, I think it sort of shows how close they are with everything as well. Like it was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, and um, you forget how much history they must have. Oh, everything. You know? and, and, uh, but, yeah, because when you're talking about 16, it's not that number of years. It's the amount of growing up you do in those years. You know what that's I mean? That's right. You make all these stupid mistakes because we all do stupid things at young teenage ages. Yeah. And that's how you learn, uh, shouldn't do that again. Or exactly. Whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was an experience. Hopefully, I don't need to go through that again. Uh, but their, their view, they were like, "Oh, the view, the view, YouTube views went up a lot. It was good." Yeah, because it was nine hour, nine and a half hours. Uh, the other thing that's happened this week is I managed to get all the Christmas lights up on the front of our house. Oh wow! I'm pretty much blinding the neighborhood, which is great. Oh, I need to come around and check this yeah. out now. <laughs> yeah, there's I don't know a couple of thousand LED lights, I guess. Anyway, uh, when we we left, okay, we had it on last night. Seriously, Christmassy. Okay. Yeah. Do when you have we a uh, tree and shit as well. Yeah, there's a tree behind me uh, in the in the weird space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, we is, came is home. That like- a, is that a Sarah thing? Is she into that? Yeah, yeah, right. definite. Okay. Uh, oh, there's actually lights all uh, behind me on this light curtain too, above <laughs> that curtain. You can't see it. Yeah, it's hard to see. It's not yeah. on. But uh, we came home last night and we could see the. Before we saw our house, we could see our lights bouncing off a house down the road off their windows. <laughs> oh, the my reflection. God. I'm going to have to do a drive-by one night. <laughs> uh, so we only got them on from like 8 till 10 usually, just to let you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much my week so far, I think. That was... Oh, actually, you mentioned Armageddon, right? Yeah. Yeah, because and... I sort of said what's happening. Do you know what yeah, happened? Yeah, what exactly. Happened? So... They're doing Christmas Armageddon is what's happening. Uh, they're doing December the 17th to 19th. Normal Armageddon, just to, the 17th to 19th. They're having uh, most of their 
special guests or whatever you call them, the celebrities are all going to be phoning in like virtual. Yeah. And yeah. And their person emailed us today, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Because we did submit for tickets. They did finally get round to it. And they replied saying Auckland media pass applications. And then they said, Hey, I'm Ash. I'm the communications manager. I just want to check. Uh, you didn't specify which event you wanted to attend. Pretty sure we did. You've also put it in the headline, in the subject header. But anyway, they said, if we're keen, not a problem. We'll give us tickets. I don't know if I'm keen, to be honest. Yeah. No, bro, a, a, that close to that close to Christmas, um, which is busy for me anyway, and B, uh, Auckland with COVID, I just can't be bothered. I think if I was going to go, I probably wouldn't interview anyone. I'd just get free tickets and wander around, but. Yeah, I, I think I think I agree with you. I think I'd give it a miss. So I'm, I, mean, I'll I feel just like an old man, but I'm like, I just couldn't be handling crowds and stuff. And oh, it's going to be next level chaos because I think so close to Christmas, people will want to go there and get some sweet deals with and, the and all these merchandise that haven't been really anywhere for so long. Oh, they'll be rabbit. They'll be off the chain. Yeah. So I'll just yeah, uh, we won't be going. Cool. Cool. Um, so anyway, I'm going to change the topic now to something amusing. Well, I, I don't know if it's amusing. It's I love it. Just say it's amusing to you. We understand it's what definitely that amusing to me. So you've heard of the Haast Eagle? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big bird, eh? Yes, yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah. 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 So when you listen to the size, it's 15 kgs. When you go, 15 kg doesn't sound huge, like real big. But I guess that's big for a bird. In terms of bird, it's big because that's a three meter wingspan and five foot tall. Nice. Oh, five uh, foot tall. Excellent. Yeah, about. How, um, how did you get onto this info in your life? It was actually on the news the other day because they've done some uh, uh, research recently and it's highlighted that it is definitely a carnivorous predator. They were thinking it and, and they believe that it's a predator, that a predatory bird that kills things larger than itself. So most most eagles kill things smaller than oh, themselves. Okay. Yeah. But the condor yeah. and, and a lot a lot of things that the condor has is the same with this. Um and they reckon um the Haast Eagle hunted Moa. And to give you context, Moa were 120 kgs and seven foot tall. I thought this was already a thing. I don't know why. Don't yeah, quote I me. Don't I just I, I just thought it was all – I thought uh, people already thought they hunted and, and they reckon – well, the, I think the news thing was that they – because of the shape of the head, um, they've decided that it probably didn't have um, feathers on its head or its neck, and it was what they call a gulper, which is what a condor is. And a oh, gulper yeah. makes a hole and sticks its head in and eats all the soft bits. Nice. That's what so you it'll, want. It'll eat your brains and then mm. your your um, heart and 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 uh, organs and and that sort of stuff. Um, okay. And then fly off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the Haast Eagle is a bit of a golper. Um, oh, that's pretty good. Like, yeah, good it, it was interesting because I didn't know anything about it when I heard that on the news the other day. But yeah. Oh well, there you go. You learned what something else have you new. got there? If I told you a woman shot herself in her lady bits, what country? Florida. Say- <laughs> is Florida <laughs> a country? <laughs> uh, she was from Georgia. She's a webcam model. She was doing some stuff with a nine millimeter pistol. 
and uh, take that as you will. And <laughs> I was just she um, say doing stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she shot herself uh, accidentally, of course. And um, a bunch of her housemates were still home, and they said that was pretty lucky for her because they helped keep her uh, calm and stuff while emergency services came. Oh, she was on the platform Chatterbait, if you know what that is. And uh, they, Never yeah, that, they're not going to face any charges. But she got released uh, earlier in the week. So I don't know how long she was in there for because it sounded like it was reasonably serious. Oh, November the 9th is when it happened. So she was in there for a couple, three weeks maybe. So uh, top tip there, don't uh, stream but, yourself playing with guns. Yeah, yeah, just make sure your guns are empty. That's pretty much um, a basic test, I think. Oh, I uh, today I downloaded Brave onto my uh, phone mm. because you'll see a screenshot in my thing there. Uh, I keep getting these random Chrome notifications. I don't know how to turn them off. I mean, they sound it's great, don't they? It's got a phone they? number and a missed call and a hello, and then there was a whole bunch about Jacinda Ardern surprises the world, which was the headline, and I got 10 of them in a row, and I click on it. Maybe no, I shouldn't have clicked on yeah, it. Yeah, don't click on it. I clicked on it. Oh, yeah. Somebody else owns your phone now. You're just hiring it, it from there. And it opens this thing. Yeah, well, that's why I'm like, I've been in there just deleting all my connections, and I don't know how to turn these notifications off. And they look weird because it's like nmtpp.bidverdrd.com. Yeah, I know. So and anyway, the, num- the phone did- number looks weird too. I know. Well, plus two five four. I think they're no. They're, oh, Nigeria. I was going to say Nigeria. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe, might be. I, I'm not sure. Anyway, but how are you going with Brave? I haven't even. I haven't even. I've. I've installed. It. I haven't even oh. used it because I've okay. been so busy today. I've. I bounced from that straight into uh, Oculus uh, session with Carl, and then I've got another thing to do this afternoon. So, yeah. I know. You're very busy. Very very busy. Hey, uh, have you heard about New Zealand's biggest solar farm? coming yes online. i did so that's going to be in christchurch as part of the airport or it's in the hectares around the airport <clears throat> what bugs me about it well, there's a few things that bug me about it which right? bit bugs you well first of all it's next to an airport um no don't worry about that isn't that quite shiny no isn't apparently a lot of reflected light straight up into the flight path no apparently crashing appar- apparently they cover them or there's something they do oh really that- yeah, uh, quite a yeah. So, Christchurch Airport isn't going to be the first airport with a solar panel farm next to it. Apparently, okay. Gisborne's going to beat it. Okay, um, but Gisborne won't be as big. But yeah. also, it's going to be what data center. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to be. Yeah, and the other thing is, it's being run by a South African company. I think it was. Yeah, and I'm like, what's wrong with the New Zealand companies? Bloody hell! No, no, no. The New Zealand company, so I'll find this uh, little comment I found for you. Um, they are sort of just waiting and not really wanting to invest uh, into stuff. Yeah, so, um, well, I, one of the startup companies, Barrett Dynamics, that I did some work with, they'd, they'd be great for doing or have something to do with this, but they wouldn't have the finance or the backing to do it. Do it no. Really. So, so, so Lodestone's... Lodestone, Stone Solar uh, doing a 230 megawatt solar farm in Upper North Island. Lightyear Solar wants to do a 100 megawatt solar farm. Genesis is doing a joint partnership with someone to do 500 megawatts of it. And Eastland, uh, the ones at Gisborne Airport, 
that are probably going to race well networks which i mentioned in a previous podcast with that first grid scale battery backup system yeah. apparently they're racing meridian contact to get that done before them so apparently there's a lot of stuff going on oh that's good that's good um yeah i i just would hate to see the government throw thing money at other com- countries oh yeah totally. absolutely use it here you know what i mean mm. yeah so that that was my only um concern there um oh I, i'm gonna mention this is it's nothing there's nothing to it but it just blew my mind when he said it i was watching uh i think it might have been the news or it might have been a video online anyway they're interviewing um some guy he's in a shirt so he's sort of mid-level executive i guess for amazon yeah. but he's on the work floor and they got robots going around and uh i think yeah it was a uh msnbc news story and they're okay. ramping amazon up for christmas of course and they said you know are we going to get our packages and he's going yeah we're doing pretty well we can do more um he goes i'd like to hire more people but um we're pretty much running out of people to hire we hired forty-five thousand people last week <laughs> That's right, and because just, remember what the figure is, one in whatever works at Amazon. I know, and that just blows my mind. The, the fact that you just said we, we hired 45,000 people is enough, but in one week, just last week, that was just how many we, we hired last week. Yeah, right. and they've got to meet their targets and pee in a bottle and don't have breaks <laughs> because they get um, pinged. So, yeah. It's, it, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? It's just freaking mind-boggling. No. Anyway. So there's a Wellington startup called The Foundry or Foundry Lab. I haven't Foundry heard of it, really. That sounds familiar. The name sounds familiar, but I never realized what it was. Maybe I thought it was a brewery. 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 That's weird. They've raised $11 million, um, and it's backed by Peter Bett, uh, the Rocket Lab founder. Yeah. And he's developed, this guy, David Moody's developed microwave casting technology. So all the automotive guys are like really interested in this technology, right? Because it means you can do same day turnaround of metal castings. So 3d printed sand molds and die casting usually takes between one to six weeks. They can um, cast an alloy with the system for functional testing before committing to mass production. He said 3d printing is really good for lookalike parts but the world runs on real parts and metal printing can't produce a real casting. So he uh, made a set of brake shoes in less than eight hours from design to printing. So mm. that sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, it does sound good. I think I must have read something, like no details, but I read the name somewhere. Um, mm. I knew it was in that new um, area of stuff. Hey, you hear that um, Hamilton seems to be the place to go for companies at the moment. Is it? Or it might be just a Waikato Times saying that. But anyway. Yeah, maybe. Why, Rabobank who's has moved its head office from Wellington to Hamilton. Oh, I drove past that today. No wonder that building's so massive. Yes, yes. Because I was like, that's a pretty big building. I don't know if they were what, what the deal was there. Yeah, so they're making that their um, head office. They had, uh, from memory, it was like 20, 25 people here. Head office will now have 120 people. Mm. I assume a few of them will be moving up from Wellington to you know to stay with the company. What's the percentage of people you think will be disappointed once they move here um, from Wellington? Yeah, do you think that will happen? Because be, yeah, no, there's definitely going to be disappointment. 
being somebody who moved from Wellington to Hamilton, there is some definite disappointment. Because it still feels like we're this weird city that doesn't quite know what it's doing half the time. Yeah. No, you're anyway. right. And and you when you live somewhere like Wellington or any any decent city, to be fair, you take for granted how much is going on, what's happening. So yeah. there's always concerts and there's always this and there's always that and there's always something else. And you move to Hamilton, it's like, mm, there's not always anything. Um, Excellent. So, <laughs> so yeah, hey, this, you're going to miss some of that. This guy, where's he from? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter, but he's from the village. He's the founder of the village goldsmith. Right. And I'm just trying to figure out where they are. They live in Northland, Wellington. Okay. Anyway, he's invented, apparently, the floating diamond uh, on a ring. Okay. Apparently, it's cost him millions of dollars just to develop this. And he's hoped to deliver. He wants his reward is going to be in the billions, he reckons. According to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's taken him 20 years to get to the floating diamond. All right. You need to explain to me what a floating diamond is. Yeah. So in 1886, Charles Tiffany of Tiffany's invented the six claw diamond setting. So it's got six claws holding the diamond. Yep. Got it. Basically, since then, nobody has been able to display a diamond without the claws until this guy invented it, apparently. Okay. Which seems... So, let me guess. He's put puts a blob of glue in and then pushes the diamond into the glue, and it floats in the glue. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, basically... That's how I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to, welcome to Chris's uh, special Chris's uh, jewelry, jewelry store. Now, nah, basically, he... Um, has tiny laser cut grooves around the underside of the diamond, but only the highest quality diamonds could be used because he's gone through millions of dollars worth of diamonds, destroying them while he's trying to do this. And the strength has been proven with extensive testing by Callahan innovation. Wow. But the technology didn't exist when he first had the idea. He came, he came to him 20 years ago and it's only in the last 10 years he's been working on it. Yeah. But the problem is they just have a picture of some woman's hand with a ring on it that's not close up at all. It doesn't show you anything. Like it could be a stock image, I think. So he's contacted one of the world's leading diamond cutting companies based out of Israel, Israel, and he's got an agreement with them to prototype and test this concept. And they absolutely ruined it. I paid for a batch of diamonds that just got butchered, he said. He had a massive bill and then he had uh, all these broken diamonds. Jeez. So he put that in the vault and then he started developing it himself. Uh, oh, then he states it's just been horrific. 10 years, trips around the world, wherever you can imagine, talking to all these people just to try and get this done. So anyway, apparently some people are quite happy about it. Some uh, people have already spent six figures on a new diamond for their wife. Yeah, I, it's a good market to go into, right? Because the people who have got the the billionaires that can afford those mm. sort of crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're never going to be worried about what it costs. But it's just, I don't know. I, I find it amazing that it hasn't been solved before. But there we go. Yeah, you've got to have a certain level of um, stupidity to go for something like that, though, right? Like That's it. <laughs> you know, like nobody does it until somebody does it. And it's usually because they're just, yeah, frustrated enough to, to go for it. We've got time for one more story. You can pick anything on the list. 
All right. What do we? Oh, you've got here uh, about the South Korean professor with the toilet. That's pretty much it. Uh, no, this guy, he's invented this toilet. And when I say toilet, that's a loose term. It's like a giant, well, it's a toilet. And then this huge contraption, which would have to live in a room next to you. Um, but basically, he's worked out how to get the gas from what you provide to then become an energy source. Um, an average person defecates around 500 grams a day, and that can be converted to 50 liters of methane gas, which would drive a vehicle for 1.2 kilometers. Uh, but you could use it for gas cooking, hot water boiling, and so maybe a. It yeah. sounds like, you know, in some of those areas of. Um, India, where they don't really have much in the way of public toilets, they could build these that would basically power the local grid, like that neighbourhood. And so they've got public toilets, and let's face it, some of the houses don't have toilets in them either. So everybody's yeah. crapping in the same place instead of all through the streets, and um, it cleans it up and powers the place. That would yeah, and because he's a university professor, he's got students that are using the BV toilet. Um, they get some crypt- rando cryptocurrency every day. Uh, they can use it to purchase coffee, instant noodles, fruits, and books on campus. If we think out of the box, feces has precious value to make energy and manure. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Cool. What do you got coming up? Oh, I've got to shoot some video and take some photo and blog posts for my pumpkin that's growing, my pumpkin plant. It's growing oh, up cool, the back. Cool. Yeah, I've got a couple of more Sundays. So I worked last Sunday doing How was that? Um, at, at Gilmore's, so we've uh doing a lot of physical lab- laborious work. Um, so I've got a couple more Sundays of that, and then it's going to be Christmas, it'll be great. So, yeah, and then you must have a few uh Christmas on a Saturday, so you must have a few days off. I guess I do. So I'll be in the metaverse, I'll be getting really good at uh, Echo VR. Are all the games free? No, <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't sure. Echo VR is free, and there's you know, you pay for the upgrades and all that sort of shit. You know, pay for a better suit pack and pay for a bit, you know, but it's cool just to play for free at this point for me. Um, but yeah, I've, I've I got it with I got a $50 store credit because it car bought it on Black Friday or no, oh. Cyber Monday rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, sorry. So, um, I've already spent a bit of that i probably will get beat saber and um, yeah, yeah that's an interesting one yeah so oh well very good cool. until next time i'm sam i'm chris see ya bye hope you enjoy the show make sure to subscribe and catch you next week don't forget to tell your friend